0: just be real right now we'll be- All right. what's up guys welcome back to faded truth before you do anything like share subscribe today i have mr gettano on the show an amazing songwriter and music producer how you feeling today
1: y'all feeling good thank you for having me
0: when did you actually start getting into the music game or did when did you start feeling that you were attracted to music in any type of way
1: when I was a kid, I was pretty good at singing in Spanish and Italian because my, my grandma would always play Julio Iglesias, and she would also play all the Italian classics, you know, Nino D'Angelo, Andrea Bocelli, shit like that. And I picked it up, and I was that little kid that was singing at weddings. That was my thing
0: when Aww. I was young.
1: Yeah, yeah. So all the old Italian ladies pinching my cheeks. Come si bella, gusto, like Shit like that, <laughs> you know, show me love. And I thought I was all cool and shit. Fast forward to when I was older, I uh, got really good at playing guitar got really good at making beats got really good at creating good songs. And then you know, I started just like getting into the mix through going to songwriting camps, I was going to production camps, a lot of the I standard stuff in New York City and shit like that just started networking, grinding. And then little by little, I started doing favors for, you know, producers, hey, let me bring my guitar to the studio. Let me do this for you. Let me do that for you. I interned at a bunch of mastering studios. And then eventually, you know, I was able to to work with some with some great people. There's one person that connected me to a ton of people. His name is Kay Quick, Grammy Award winner. And uh, he produced a lot of music for me. We co produced a lot of records together. He -hmm. introduced me to to Ryan Leslie, I was able to work with him on some stuff. And then through there, it just kind of You know, him and I did a viral YouTube video on uh, Machine Masters YouTube, got almost a million views now through doing free shit for people. And through networking, I was able to get, you know, connected to some artists and then just do some work through that. You're Mm -hmm. from New York. Yeah. Okay, what
0: made you move to Miami?
1: Primarily the weather. You know, I'm, I'm a beach guy. I I like outdoors. I like seeing palm trees. My mood is just different when I wake up in the morning and I see fucking palm trees as opposed to a big pile of garbage. (laughs) You know, not hating on New York. It just kind of is what it is. But I'm all about that nice weather. So that was the primary thing. I wanted to work with more reggaeton producers and get more into the urban Latin music scene, which I'll I'll be honest, I've done a really bad job of networking down here just because like COVID fucked everything up. And like, I'm not the kind of guy that's going to go on Instagram and DM a million people a day. Maybe I should start doing that. I don't know. But um, those were I the prime. <laughs> oh, <yeah.
0: laughs> Not a million. But if I see somebody, I like DM them. And I'm like, maybe they answer. Maybe they don't. Whatever. <laughs> yeah.
1: You got to shoot. You got to shoot your shot. Um, right.
0: What do you got? You got a joint, too? Yeah. I go. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot you told me you're going to smoke. With yeah. You. Yeah.
1: I, yeah. I, I yeah. Like nobody
0: smokes with me anymore. <laughs> uh, cheers.
1: Cheers. <laughs> Blunt cheers.
0: Joint cheers. Some of the artists that you work with are Ryan Leslie, Fat Joe, and Shaggy. Yeah. It wasn't me. So how'd you get connected with them?
1: Yeah, yeah. So with with Ryan Leslie, it was it was interesting. So I was doing these uh, sessions with k quick, we were doing this project where we were building a catalog. And the songs weren't going to be used by me, or by k quick, the goal was going to be to pitch these songs out to labels and to artists, so we could sell them and make money and get placements. And so we built this pretty large catalog together. And one of the songs that him and I had created together, uh, he sent to Ryan Leslie and, and Bobby V, uh, and they they loved it. They were like, "Yo, we're taking this shit." Now, unfortunately, the song was fire, but it wasn't like a hit or anything. You know, it didn't really pop like that. I, I was at least hoping that it would create an avenue for me to work with Ryan Leslie on some more shit, but it was just kind of a one and done. But gotcha. so 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 you know, the theme of a lot of the shit that I'm gonna tell you. Is a lot of it is credibility building and resume building, but not a lot of it is cash building or wealth building. You know, you do that, you got to put in a lot of groundwork before you can work your way up. And still, even someone like me that's been able to get, you know, a song with Ryan Leslie and Fat Joe, you're only as good as your last at bat. And you know, these songs, they didn't really pop. So you didn't, you know, I, I didn't generate a lot of money off of them. Right. <laughs> so, so. Yeah, so
0: people are like, think it's like, you know, all easy. And, and now you're on the map and you're like, nah, I'm still working on it.
1: Right. And that's the thing for that to translate to significant financial upside is very, very, very tough. So a lot of these people on Instagram, you know, flexing, unfortunately they're broke.
0: Right. Well, that's why social media is all fake.
1: <laughs> Literally, That's yeah, like
0: <laughs> a lot of
1: it. <laughs> a lot of shit you see you cannot trust. I mean, <laughs> I'll tell you a funny story about Fat Joe. I saw him randomly at the Bahamas. And I went up to him. I was like, yo, Fat Joe, what's up, bro? Remember, like, I, I worked on your song too quick on your project with Remy Ma. I was the guy that, you know, produced the melody, played the guitar, with Dwayne, Sh- Dwayne Shippy. like was good. And he was like, Oh, yeah. He was like, what's good, fam? I was like, nah, chilling, man. He, like, he had his own little section, you know, bottles, girls, shit like that. And I thought he was going to, like, invite me to chill. <laughs> <laughs> I was dead wrong. He, he just basically just gave me, like, a quick handshake, like, a quick dap, And then he just like, "Aye," And he just he like. Was like
0: <laughs> he was like one of those bottle rats, like, waiting on the outside.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was like a bottle. Yeah, exactly. I was like a little fucking bottle rat, like, <laughs> you know, with the rope and shit. You know, and I'm like, like I'm God.
0: that guy, and
1: was like, mm. "Yeah, nah, get him out of here." <laughs> and so damn. I felt, I felt like, "Damn, like you know, that just goes to show you, you can do shit for people, work with them in the industry, whatever. But if they see you, like it don't matter, they're not gonna fuck with you." And so it was just a reminder that, like you know, don't get too overexcited just because you did some shit, you know, they're not going to show right. you love. They're just too high status and I'm just not super high status. So that's just the way it works. And, you know, don't take it personal. It's just it, life would just be better if you accept shit for the way it is. And then right. that's just one of those things that's just, you just got to accept you see, it. You know, money it changes
0: people though. Money and fame, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Right. Cause that's
0: how people get when they get like that. They're like, well, you're not doing anything for me. So why should I talk to you? So I think exactly. it's like important to kind of like, make sure you keep those connections throughout your your journey and your growth because sometimes those people are going to be the only ones rocking with you.
1: That's it. All right. Cool. So I
0: saw the video where you made a beat on the spot.
1: Oh, that's the one we okay, came quick. quick. Yeah.
0: It just seems like a lot of work from scratch.
1: Y- yeah. It's all kind of just off a of feeling like, oh, shit, I think this should come next. Oh, yeah, I'm hearing this kind of guitar melody. We record like a lot of different parts. I'll be like, yo, let me record like 10 different guitar ideas. We listen to all of them back. And then like the ones that I like the most we'll keep.
0: Okay. So you do them like separately, kind of. Yeah. Kinda, and
1: yeah. then put them
0: together. So how many yeah. hours does it take to make like how many hours did it take to make that beat?
1: That took about eight hours.
0: Wow. What's your favorite instrument to play? Guitar. Okay. Is it um, yeah. acoustic or
1: um, electric? Electric. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I like electric. I like the loudness of the electric. It gives you a bit of a, an adrenaline rush. I can't even explain how it all works. Acoustic is soft and sexy. You know what I mean? Like, there's a certain mood for that. But if you had to ask me what gives me the most thrill? It's definitely you know, that Marshall amplifier giving me that nice, beautiful electric sound, man, there's just nothing like it.
0: I know you're doing cover songs as well. You do have this album for it, acoustics.
1: Oh my god, you did your research. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: <laughs> so what was your favorite cover song that you've done?
1: You know, I really enjoyed doing uh broken hearted brandy and uh boys to men. That was that was a cool one.
0: If you could collab with anybody that you haven't yet, who would you want to collab with?
1: Oh shit. Um I would probably say Jay Bowen.
0: Okay. But well, you're yeah. not wait, you're not Latin at all, right?
1: No. Okay. No. So I'm fully you fully Italian.
0: Sing, don't you sing in Spanish? Yeah. Okay, so you know you're fluent in Spanish.
1: Um, I'm like 80% fluent, I would say. Okay. And
0: then you speak Italian as well, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah. Similar kind of.
1: Yeah, because I grew up with my parents and my grandparents speaking it, you know, they're all fresh off the boat. So it was kind of mandatory. Right. Uh, you know, they're all from from Napoli, you know, so the the hood of Italy, like the the rugged parts, the south. So I grew up with that kind of background.
0: The I Gave You Love single. Yeah. Featuring K quick. That's your newest one.
1: Yeah, that was okay. like, the that was like the one that American song like English, you know, for American audiences.
0: Where did you get the inspiration to write that from?
1: Oh, shit. Have you been no.
0: heartbroken or?
1: Ha, you know, not heartbroken, but definitely one at one point. In fact, the first and pretty much only girl I ever loved. She was pretty good. Like her and I had a great connection. And like, I always felt like I went super hard. And like, she went hard, but not as hard as I was going. And I didn't like that. And then ultimately it didn't work out, but I just felt like I had given more. And it kind of sucks.
0: Yeah, it kind we'll of
1: yeah. yeah, sucks. Cause like, you know, they say nowadays you have to play games when it comes to relationship. The person who cares the most has less leverage. And that's a whack way to look at shit because then it you're is. always playing this, you know cause then you're always playing this game of who cares less. When you could just both say "fuck that," we both care equally as much, and then everything just runs so much smoother. So I couldn't get her to see on those same terms, and you know, with regard to like caring equally as much. it felt like I cared more, and then I just reversed back in memory, like all that. This was a longest time ago, like eight years ago, to when that happened, and it just fit with this song. And then boom, it came out. But I also recently did a Italian trap song with a Spanish dude, and I recorded a video to it down here What's in Miami. That one is called Guardala, Mirala. What does yeah. that mean? <laughs> so the first half of it is the Italian saying. So Guardala, it's like, look at her. And then in the Spanish side, it's Mirala, which is also like, look at her. It's the same thing.
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, the song is about a sexy like girl. <laughs> yeah, no, the song is about a sexy girl that's just walking. That's what it's about.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's every music video.
1: <laughs> like she's just walking and she's just fire.
0: that's it (laughs) okay you have the born for this project which is nine songs what's your favorite song off that
1: i would definitely say probably lost one that's a good that's a good song um it's about a girl who's lost obviously (laughs) me and my homie we we wrote it together so fast like it just came oh yeah boom 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 we wrote that shit in like two hours no lie
0: Uh, do you do anything to stay like mentally sane like do you have a ritual or meditate or anything drink um, (laughs) weed of course yeah
1: (laughs) i like to read kind of a nerd so i I do read i like to write blog articles i know that sounds really weird but um I, i like doing that yeah so i write i do write a lot of blog articles not just about music industry shit but about internet shit digital marketing seo paid ads stuff like that i write about music stuff too i have an article on my website how to become a songwriter and actually make money so a lot of how-to style content, shit like that. Nice. And then I have a podcast as well called Musicians in Tech, where we we are trying to bridge the gap between the tech industry and the music industry. So, so yeah. basically,
0: it's about business professionals leading double lives?
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so it's, the
0: thing on there said, uh, did you know what the owner of something, also DJs in his spare time or something yeah, like
1: that? Oh, yeah. The CEO of Goldman Sachs. Yeah. Yeah. Is that yeah. true? Yeah, it's, oh, it's absolutely true. Yeah, wow. search CEO Goldman Sachs DJ, you'll see him. It's like some white dude. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's totally all about it though. Um, and there's there happens to be a lot of people like that. And so um, you know, we interview not just those kinds of people, but. I got like music lawyers, copyright lawyers, I got executives that have been at major labels, you know, to talk about advertising, to talk about like tactics and strategies to blow up artist profiles. So the goal is really just to broaden knowledge and, and all I really wanna do is grow an email list or, or grow a subscriber list. That's all I really care about right now.
0: With your other job, growth marketing leader for tech companies and brands such as MLB, Trojan, some other ones I've never heard of, so, yeah. Tell me how you got into this and what the fuck it even is like that. Makes
1: <laughs> <laughs> there's this concept called search engine marketing. It's the way it works is, you know, there's a stock market of keywords out there. Any keyword can be bought or bid on. So Google ranks websites that are more popular automatically. And so what I do is I help companies get found in Google search through either paid or organic listings.
0: Do you think um, it's hard to maintain relationships in your industry?
1: No, I don't think so. I could see how it could cause a lot of problems though. You know, it kind of depends on how big the relationship like, becomes with like how big the person's career becomes. Like imagine becoming like usher level overnight. Like that would probably co- cause some problems. I think if the loyalty and the strength of the relationship is there, it should be fine. Do
0: you ever date people like in the same industry as you though?
1: You know, it never really ever works, like honestly. Like even between like the people I know that have tried it, it never works for some reason. I think like too much clashes. I kinda, I, I kinda I did have- I kind your eyes'
0: brains are both too big. <laughs> like-
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I did kind of date a girl for a little while um, down here in Miami. It just didn't seem to work. Like, I don't know. It just, it felt like there was too much, uh, I don't know, too much music stuff floating around. Like we would just always <laughs> talk about music all the time. And like I realized like, damn, this is just like a music it's overload. it's overload. yeah, yeah. what do
0: you think is like the hardest obstacle or anything that you've faced through this industry so far?
1: Man, I think the hardest reality for me was realizing that talent doesn't matter. That was a really tough thing for me to understand. Wow, I yeah, that was the hardest that's, part.
0: That's horrible. It
1: Yeah, because you I mean, look, like when you realize that, like, you can be the best or very, very good at like playing guitar and singing and you can be, you know, melodically on point, you can be on tune, your delivery could be good, you know, you could have the package, you know, but if certain situations just don't, you know, pan out for you it's not going to work. Unfortunately, you do really need um, either a large financial backing or, you know, some connect into some kind of some someone or something who's really yeah. going to push you far. It's, it's just really tough to go to go the grassroots route. And you know, what I ultimately realized is like, you just have to be the hardest worker. And your talent cannot even be great. But as long as you're like that person that's not willing to to give up and work, you know, their fucking ass off to make it happen, then that person is, has some kind of like chance at success because they're just working so hard.
0: Do you have any hobbies outside of music?
1: Ride my bike,
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, like bicycle to... or like yeah. a motorcycle.
1: Not a motorcycle; that's too scary. Uh, <laughs> a bicycle, yeah. Like in Miami, I started to become one of those bike ride guys. Okay, uh, and uh, honestly, it's low key fire.
0: It's so, it's probably so relaxing. It's so relaxing. I'm not coordinated. Like I have to be on a
1: straight line in a bike, like no curb. Oh shit. But you know what the thing is too, like I'm not going to front. It's kind of dangerous. Like you got to really be careful. I go from downtown Miami to South beach and back. And it's pretty, it's a pretty wild ride. You
0: cross the bridge?
1: I cross the bridge. Yeah. Are you Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But there's a, there's a bike specific bridge, which is not as crazy, but it's still long.
0: So what is the accomplishment so far in your career that you're the most proud of?
1: Um, Man, I, I would say it's something that most people wouldn't expect, which is I see it all as an accomplishment. Like the fact that people listen to my shit, like I view that at in itself as the biggest accomplishment. Just that like today, if I put music out, people, I know that people will appreciate it. And like, if I continue to do it, it'll grow. Right. Just knowing that that, like capability and opportunity is there, that's what I consider to be the greatest accomplishment. Like being able to get to a point where like, I know if I work harder, cause I'm not working hard enough right now, to be honest with you, like I just, I'm not inspired enough at times. So it causes my productivity to decrease, but I know that if I go harder that I'll be more successful. So my biggest, you know, reward or accomplishment that I feel is just getting to where I'm at right now. So all of it like kind of combined. Nice. That's how
0: I, yeah. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm always like trying to think day by day. Like, I'm just happy that, that I accomplished this today. And right. I woke up and like, I'm continuing to do more. And I know more is coming. So,
1: right. Okay. Yeah, that's, a, that's how I look at it. Yeah, uh, I think it's a good way to keep you grounded, because you're not just, you're not thinking of some huge later down the road goal. That's so far away. Yeah. Because if you're not getting closer to it, then you, you know, you feel like oh I'm it's not like
0: overwhelming if you do that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So uh, that's why enjoy I enjoy the
0: ride. I always say just enjoy the journey. Just relax. That's right. Just enjoy. What's one perception about you that uh, people have that's that's wrong?
1: I don't know. They might think I'm like a hard ass, but I'm actually like a super not hard ass. <laughs> 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 like I'm the most chill. I'm sorry, Katana,
0: but you didn't like come off as a big hard ass to me. Like you seem like a cool, chill guy. <laughs>
1: okay. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I guess like because maybe, maybe because like the the softies I deal with on a day to day basis, you know, I'm in the corporate world. Okay. Just, you know, they're just so soft that.
0: And you're a New Yorker, so you already are <laughs> abrasive to everyone. I'm, av-
1: I'm abrasive <laughs> to everyone. Like I show up to business meetings like this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> i'm ceo bitch
1: <laughs> yeah like maybe it's that people don't even expect me to be this chill like i'm just so chill that like it takes people like by surprise like off guard like i don't get mad i'm very anti-conflict i'm just super easygoing, and people think sometimes like yo like how come you never have anything to say i'm just like no <laughs> i'm in my head right now like <laughs> i got nothing to say You know, there's just nothing to be said at this time.
0: (laughs) So out of everybody that's supported you so far, who do you think's made the biggest positive impact on your life?
1: Oh, that's such a good question. Oh my God. Honestly, my grandma, you know, she's not with us today, but that was a tremendous lady in my life. You know, she grew up, uh, you know, poor in Italy, came to America, opened a restaurant, she was the, the chef of her own restaurant for like 25 years, you know, uh, battled through a lot of years in the restaurant with cancer, taught me a lot about my life, me and my little brothers, you know, she, she took care of us a lot. And so probably, I mean, most definitely my grandma. So she, she was, she was a top supporter and, you know, me to this day, I'm her top supporter as well.
0: Do you have advice for people like how you grieve? Cause everyone grieves differently. You know, I feel like I and more closed off, and I don't really like accept it. But some people have different ways of dealing with it. Is there any way that you've been dealing with the loss?
1: I'm like you, I'm closed off, you know, (laughs) kind of don't accept it type thing. Um, But one thing that does help me tremendously is actually, you know, remembering shit that they liked that my grandma liked that she enjoyed and like doing stuff like that literally sitting outside and feeling the breeze that was something my grandma loved to do I pretty much always do that on her birthday I'm getting a tattoo in her memory you know that's gonna help a lot um just people
0: tatted on me and I feel like Uh, nice I feel like and I tatted them like right after they pass and then I just Mm -hmm. feel like a lot better I don't know I think that's maybe why because I'm like automatic like all right pain pain (laughs) all right. <laughs>
1: that's right <laughs> yeah pain pain but you know for a good cause and i wrote my grandma's song and that helped
0: oh nice it feels like you're right beside me when i play this song for you because i still hear your voice sometimes and i i don't want to carry your heart. Overall, what do you think is just your best life advice? It could be to artists or producers or just people. Hmm.
1: You know, I, it's a theme that came up that when we were talking before. And I would say it's, you know, play the long game. Think long term. You know, don't look for shortcuts. You know, if you're doing something over a sustained period of time, and you're consistent and, you know, you show up every day and you put in the work. I think no matter you know what it is you're trying to do, you'll get somewhere by doing that. Um, you just got to be willing to work hard. So I think I, that's what I would leave it with.
0: All right, Mr. Denardi. Well, thank you so much for I, being on the show.
1: No, nah, thank you for having it. me.
0: Um, do you have any upcoming projects that we should be looking for?
1: I think just I'm going to keep growing my podcast for right now. So you can go check it out. Just search Musicians in Tech podcast and um, you'll find it.
0: Until next time. Peace out. I gotta be honest. The rest is for days now. Let's just be honest. Saturdays
1: in